The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Now, Exoordinary Mind Facts. Doctors don't make you healthy. Teachers don't make you learn. Trainers don't make you fit. Coaches don't make you rich. At some point, you have to realize, your growth is, your, responsibility. One more thing. There is one form of education that is absolutely free. The one you provide your children. Teach them to be respectful, to not destroy, to not lie, to not steal, to be responsible, to be hardworking, to be loyal, to have values, to not be violent, and be compassionate towards all living beings, and to take care of the environment. It is wonderful to fight for quality of education, but true education begins at home. Don't delegate to teachers what you must teach them at home. And that was, Exoordinary Mind Facts. Now, on to this week's Veritas interview. I'm Exo. Good night. There are, an unimaginably great number of places in the universe, where a civilization, similar to ours, could emerge and develop. Some of these civilizations, must have appeared a very long time ago, and their representatives, would have had enough time to reach the Earth, and or manifest themselves through what may seem like miracles or magic. Why don't we notice any of these? Tonight's discussion will focus on the most likely answer, the hypothesis that some civilizations which did not self-destruct and after hundreds of millions of years of peaceful evolution beyond the stage we are today have turned into something else that we can call hyper-civilizations. They are watching over any new civilization that is born in the universe, but with only minimal interventions in its evolution, with no technology exchange, help, or invasion. They could be near us for a long time, but our minds cannot accept this fact because of a quote-unquote cultural hypnosis produced by our materialist science. We ask you to remain open-minded, because reality may sometimes be very different than we know it. Greetings, I'm your host, Mel Fabregas. And if you're new to the Veritas family, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, just click on the subscribe button. And don't forget to visit the Veritas store for MMS, hemp oil, pure organic sulfur, and much more. And if you want to get in touch with me, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. By the way, many of you have asked me to step outside our USA boundaries, or even Canada, it's close to us, to start finding guests outside, around the world. And this is exactly what we do sometimes. Some people have a hard time understanding those whose first language is not English. Heck, some people say that about me still. But to tell us more, tonight's special guest is Dr. Dan Farkas. Born in 1940, in Resica, Romania. He holds a master's degree in mathematics and physics 
and a doctorate degree in mathematics and computers. Since 1968, he was a project manager for several countrywide information systems, mainly in health and science management. He was elected in 1993 a full member of the Academy of Medical Sciences of Romania. Since 2011, he has been the president of the Association for the Study of Unidentified Aerospace Phenomena, ASFAN, in Romania. He has published over 25 books on IT, philosophy, of science, extraterrestrials, UFOs, etc. He has written more than 1,200 articles and he has also appeared on international radio and television. Dr. Dan Farkas joins us from Recisa, Romania. Hello, Dr. Farkas, and welcome to Veritas. How are you? Hello. Glad to be with you. So, um, uh, you made a, a good abstract of my, my recent book, Hyper-Civilizations, an Answer to E.T. Contacts on Earth, uh, which appeared uh, in April or May, um, and uh, you can buy it on Amazon. So, uh, I have a background, as you told, in mathematics and um, computers, but also in mathematics and astronomy. So, for, for, I think, 50 years at least, I put the question, how many civilizations are in universe? I made calculations and recalculations, and I read a lot of books even recently about this. And I was more and more disappointed because um, if initially I thought that there are a very huge number of civilizations. The reality obliged us to recognize that a civilization is something very rare. Maybe. And I, I quoted some recent books. Uh, maybe we are alone in our galaxy. Maybe we are alone in several gal galaxies around. Um, for, for maybe for people who doesn't know what that means. Uh, galaxy means, or galaxy has at least 200 billion stars like the sun is. But in universe, there are around two trillion similar galaxies. It's impossible for our minds to conceive a num such a great number. That means also that we cannot find in our neighborhood any other civilizations like we are. Why? Because also there is not only the dim dimension of huge universe, but also the dimension of time. Our universe is 
is that the scientist accept now is born 13.8 billion years ago. Okay, the Earth is born 4.5 billion years ago. So it's uh, in the last part in the history of universe. And the life on Earth has four billion years. If I have not the possibility to show you on, on a uh, map or so, it's maybe, maybe we uh, have to try to imagine how, how it is. So, shortly, we needed four billion years of peaceful evolution to have in the last million year um, human species capable to make a technological civilization. It's, it's uh, once again, very difficult to, to imagine how that is. But the calculations show two things. The first, this four billion peaceful evolution is a very rare event because in four billion years, many bad things can, can appear and the evolution cannot, cannot uh, finish to become uh, uh, human in the, at the end. So uh, we have, and that's uh, right, we have a lot of places with life, but this life is a very primitive one, only bacteria. For having a civilization like ours, it's almost a miracle. And in our universe, we have not too many such civilizations, but the probability is that 99.9999% in some places in universe, we have other civilizations, but they must be older than us with hundreds of millions of, or even three uh, billions of years because they appeared before us with many millions of years. Um, I, I try to, to say another way. In universe, uh, civilization appears once in many millions of years. And after that appears another civilization and other millions of years and so. If a civilization like ours um, have the stage we are in, for example, nuclear bombs and internet and spaceships and so, has a great problem. Uh, it can destroy itself. And 
many people writing about this um, calculated that the probability to be destroyed by a natural catastrophe, by super volcano or a meteorite or things like this is very low, but it is very high to destroy ourselves with um, some technological means, uh, for example, to, to uh, destroy the ecosystem, to invent some bacteria uh, killing all human uh, or maybe to invent such a super weapon to blow uh, earth in pieces. It's not impossible. Uh, we think that we have nuclear bombs and that's a sad thing, but don't forget it will be a science of 21st century, 22nd, 23rd, and in these centuries, scientists will invent other much more dangerous weapons. So, um, different people, maybe, maybe Carl Sagan, you know about. Um, made calculations about the chances to survive humanity in the next centuries. Uh, Carl Sagan told in, in the year 3000, the probability we exist is only 1%. And there are many other such approaches. Um, so, if um, other civilization born one billion years ago, they had the same problem, and the uh, question is if they survived or not. If they survived, this, let's say, 1%, that means they were a very, very clever civilization, um, which were not at all aggressive, which recognized that the love of beauty of human beings, other human beings, and the, uh, of science, of realizations, uh, is much more important than for example, to conquer, to have much money, or many other things. And if they survived, they had the opportunity to evolve other thousands of years, millions of years, maybe hundreds of millions of years. But uh, what they became, it's impossible for us to conceive. But I proposed a name, only a name, for 
such kind of civilization, this long-term surviving civilization, the name is hyper-civilization. Um, and because they are very, very rare, we have around us in universe only hyper-civilization, not too many. Uh, by the way, I, why don't you define, yes. and by the way, the name of the book, folks, is Hyper-Civilizations, an answer to ET contacts on Earth. Why don't you define what a hyper-civilization is? So, is uh, a, a clever civilization, a surviving civilization, which evolved hundreds of millions of years and discovered other laws of science beyond we know, other technologies, other properties of matter, other properties of space and time. And for them, I think, after millions of years of evolution, was not a problem to explore all universe and discover that it is a very valuable uh, place in our galaxy, maybe a unique place, or Earth. And if they did this, this discovery, because they are clever and loving, they can not invade us. It is a difference of hundreds of millions of years is, uh, to, to make a comparison, is the difference we have toward an anthill. So, if a clever biologist discover a very special anthill, he will not destroy this anthill. He will not invade this anthill. He will not even uh, make conversation with these ants. But he will pick some ants. He will move them in another place, in a safe place, to examine their anatomy, uh, maybe to breed new species from these ants, but he will not interfere with the uh, life of that ant. Maybe he will transform an ant and will send it back to the ant. Why? To go and to transmit some information. Uh, so, it is the same kind of relation between a hyper-civilization and us. Uh, of course, there is a huge difference too, because we, after four million, uh, four billion, pardon, 
uh, years of evolution, we can be a future hyper-civilization. So, we are a germ of a future hyper-civilization and a very, very valuable one. Uh, as I told you, hyper-civilizations are very rare in universe. So, we are the next. We are very valuable. But they will not teach us. They will not um, make coaching or, or think like this. They will intervene very discreetly, maybe with hints, with hints of warnings. Let me interject. I apologize, but you're saying a few things that I want to address. I don't want to let them go. What you just said about hints, do you think that corrupt circles might be some of those hints? Yes, yes. And I, I um, told that in the book. But um, there are also other hints. For example, um, in uh, UFO abductions, and even I examine not too many, but several people which had classic UFO abductions here in Romania. And they told uh, it was shown, it was, uh, they were confronted with an image of destroyed world, a world destroyed by, by a war. Flames everywhere, no more cities and no more people. And this can also be a warning. Also, many people after an abduction became very concerned with uh, the health of um, or bio system of, of um, other uh, living creatures. And there is a small change. We price much more the living beings, tigers, elephants, and many others, than maybe 100 years ago, when the hunting was, was uh, a sport. Um, so there is a slow change, and maybe these hints contributed for this change. Um, so this theory that there are hyper-civilizations, very old, and they are around us, making from our Earth kind of natural reserve with some other reserves around, maybe in another other dimension or in places I cannot imagine. Um, this is a theory, only a theory. And as we know in philosophy of science, if you have a theory, you must show 
some uh, facts, some uh, evidences which cannot be explained with other theories, but can be explained with yours. And I introduced in my book five categories of evidence. Um, the first is um, the UFO phenomenon. The UFO phenomenon cannot be explained as weapons of the other side, it, it's, or even of or part, very um, secret weapons. Why is, is not a, because only the military uh, have records on UFOs for more than 70 years and no um, no progress in military technology can last so many time in, in a neighborhood um, which is full of wars and uh, so it's not ours UFOs are not ours the other explanation um, extraterrestrials can also uh, refute it why? because um, it's, it's not understandable that a civilization coming here to invade us is staying just so around for so many years. Um, I don't know if you know this, but uh, at least two very important ufologists, uh, G. Allen Hynek and Jacques Vallée, told they don't think UFOs are explainable uh, as extraterrestrial visits. So, we can have another explanation. And I proposed as an explanation is not, not maybe not the last truth, but it is now a possible explanation, the hyper-civilizations. Um, in other words, we have two very, very different extraterrestrial hypotheses. One is the primitive extraterrestrial hypothesis. Is the uh, extraterrestrials of science fiction is uh, about people more or less like we are, or maybe some very, very ugly uh, material uh, beings uh, with a different in evolution of one or two uh, thousand years, no more, uh, coming here to invade us or to make trade with us, to propose 
to give us some technologies if we allow uh, to make uh, some some bases on earth and to use us for something and so on and to have exchange of I don't know what and of course they must land in front of White House I don't know why White House why not uh, Tiananmen but this is another issue Uh, (laughs) that's true why not Tiananmen Square yes yes Uh, so and if uh, they don't uh, land in front of the White House they did not exist this is a, a, a crazy logic absolutely crazy logic and in that book I, I uh, wrote a lot of pages about um, many people name cultural hypnosis or cultural uh, um, blindness so we cannot see something which is beyond our preconceptions we have a lot of preconceptions about what uh, extraterrestrial civilization must be and this preconception is um, they must be like the conquistadors toward um, uh, Inca or or Aztec this is absolutely crazy because uh, it's not about a difference of uh, thousands of years if we, we make a true calculations it is a difference only of millions or hundreds of millions of years so we cannot meet a so-called science fiction kind of extraterrestrial civilization a primitive imagine of extraterrestrial civilization we can meet only hyper civilizations and if we will meet such the, the such a civilization we cannot uh, forget the words of Arthur C. Clarke if the difference between two civilizations is sufficiently great the actions of the more evolved civilization cannot be uh, distinct from magic we have this magic around us but we cannot imagine that this magic is coming from some hyper civilizations uh, and as I told you uh, to accept this theory of hyper civilizations we need to show some uh, some evidence the first evidence I told you is UFOs now 
you know very well, uh, all the military are very excited and more and more excited about what are UFOs. Uh, they have now video clips on YouTube and also uh, briefings for congressmen and uh, many, many other very uh, interesting things which prove that there is a certain nervosity. They cannot accept that is not a weapon of, of the other part. But I have, and please um, believe me, I have my personal information, which is not public, that Russian military are also very interested what are UFOs, and Chinese military also are very interested what are those UFOs. They cannot accept that it can be, as I told you, the magic of a hyper-civilization or of several hyper-civilizations. This is the first, first evidence. The second kind of evidence are alien abductions. I told you about the biologist picking an end. It's something similar. Um, something similar with that difference. We are not exactly ants, but the difference is the same. We are a future hyper-civilization, so we are much more interesting than an ant for a biologist, but the difference is um, so huge, we cannot face directly the denizens of, of uh, uh, hyper-civilizations, the inhabitants of their realm. They live in another reality, as, as uh, Jacques Vallée told. And they are coming here, but they are not coming here themselves. They coming here are coming here with intermediates, and I think they developed some species, new species of humans. I, as I told you, we are in, uh, I suppose, we are in a kind of natural reserve, but there are some um, other reserves, I don't know where, in this other reality maybe, where some people was abducted forever. And some, maybe, maybe tens of thousands of years ago, and some new breeds, some new uh, races, new species of humans were developed 
for different purposes. Uh, I am sure maybe the tall uh, Nordics or the small greys are uh, made from an ancient human race as we transform maybe the dogs. It was a, a, a wolf and now we have a Chihuahua and San Bernard and so. And they made with us, but not on earth, on some other places, something similar. Are you implying, they, are you implying, forgive me for interjecting, but are you implying that perhaps these are avatars or bio-robots that are used, instead of the, them coming here, they have something else that they can use, they can see through them, almost like an avatar, is that what you're implying? Yes, something similar. So, they are not bio-robots as we imagine, but bio-robots uh, made by uh, from some ancient humans, transforming their DNA and so. Uh, and yes, we cannot contact only this kind of bio-robots. Uh, also, there is another idea, uh, a very funny one. Uh, of course, I make speculations now. If they were here 100 million years ago, which is inside that theory, they could follow the dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Not we had not humans in those times. And maybe they picked some 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 more evolved dinosaurs and they uh, made a more and more uh, they made also a DNA, a DNA uh, engineering on them and at the end we have what we name reptilians which are also used to come from time to time to the earth. It's, it's a possibility. Uh, of course, we can have the same explanation for a lot of other um, crypto cryptids or cryptozoology problems. Uh, when some unbelievable animals appear in a place, we have witnesses, and after this disappears. One example is the Bigfoot. Bigfoot can be also an ancient uh, human which was preserved in some auxiliary reserves. And the people interested in UFOs and uh, Bigfoot uh, has many records of um, apparitions in the same time of UFOs and Bigfoot.
as if they were coming here with UFOs and going back to their native place. So, this could be an explanation. Also, um, there, uh, with the abductions, we have a lot of um, experiences of uh, hybridization. So, it's the same as I told you about uh, what they are doing in these auxiliary reserves to transform, to have new species and so. Maybe some of results are reintroduced on Earth. What could be uh, the purpose of this kind of um, uh, activity? I think to have people more interested in maybe in beauty, in arts, and less aggressive. So to transform somehow the human species to be less aggressive and more loving what is valuable as a human uh, realizations. Uh, this could be an activity to avoid a self-destruction in future, uh, reducing our aggressivity. Uh, this is also a speculation, but it, uh, the things are linked together. Um, so this is a second, also they, it is an indoctrination. You should love uh, the uh, life on earth and things like this. And many people uh, returning from abductions told uh, that was changed in this respect. So uh, this was a second evidence. A third evidence is also interesting is that uh, UFOs and abductions and what is linked with like uh, uh, this uh, genetic experiments is not uh, something recent but it's something very very old we had UFOs and abductions thousands many thousands of years ago and we have uh, in traditions in myths in uh, folkloric uh, um, characters and so we have uh, proof that what we name now UFOs and uh, visitors and aliens 1,000 or 2,000 years ago were maybe uh, the forest inhabitants, fairies, 
elves, dwarfs, or maybe uh, if we are speaking about... Uh, uh, what about giants? Giants, yes. About, uh, they are uh, people changed uh, genetically. Uh, wait, wait, wait. People changed genetically? Heroes. People changed genetically or perhaps they were killed? Um, so, maybe killed or so. But, but uh, if you uh, see in Bible, there are interbreeding between angels and human uh, females. Yes. With uh, children. That, that is one argument uh, I used that uh, the tall uh, Nordic so-called extraterrestrials are of uh, parts of human species because, because you cannot have uh, uh, offspring only if you have uh, parents from the same species. Let, let me and, dissect uh, this. Let me dissect this. Let me just interject also, because what you're saying is very interesting. What could have been labeled as an angel thousands of years ago could be what some people consider today to be a Nordic. You know, yes. you're touching on the religious subject for a moment. Let me just talk about this for a moment. I've always no, witnessed... I've yes, always uh, witnessed... The, the religious is the fourth. Evidence. Right, but let me just say this. I've always witnessed from those who are religious, and let me preface this by saying this is not attack, an attack on religion, but it's just a, an observation. Religions recognize the existence of a superior power. You know, religious books talk about miracles or actions that would seem like magic to you and I. But if 1,000, you know, one of thousands of experiences were to say that they witnessed a being not from this world and they saw technology that is indistinguishable from magic, all of a sudden that witness or experiencer is labeled either crazy or it must be, it must be the, the work of the devil. I hear that all the time. Can you please help me understand this hypocrisy in a way? Um, no, it's it's limit of our mind. So our minds are prepared in the uh, first uh, stage of life, and we cannot uh, leave these um, preconceptions we have it's, it's kind of impossible to conceive that the things could be different from what we were taught. The, we cannot accept that the reality around us is different from what we learned in our family, in the church, in the school, and so on. But it is different. And if you make uh, good, appropriate calculations, you must accept the hyper-civilization as a reality. And yes, uh, in folkloric 
part, we have a lot of old documents and also um, yes let's let's uh, tell you about one case I examined in Romania. I forgot to to tell you this book Hyper Civilization is my second English book with uh, Philip Mental. Uh, in uh, 2016, he published an other book of mine, UFOs over Romania, uh, and it's it has a lot of very interesting uh, UFO cases, starting from simple observations, or maybe old of hundreds of years. Uh, military pilots uh, and also abductions also uh, folkloric also religious so uh, in, in military for example I, I return a bit I have at least 10 military and one of them military witnesses with, with UFOs, and one of them uh, told me, and not once, that he was ordered to fire toward a UFO from his MiG a fighter. So it's everywhere, this uh, UFO business. Uh, but in folkloric part, I have a, a marvelous uh, case. It was also filmed and distributed, but it's in Romanian. And it is on YouTube, but uh, who cares about uh, films uh, spoken in Romanian? So, uh, in North Romania, there is a quite wide place and continuing in Ukraine and in Slovakia, uh, where people know, even know, that a bad fairy is living in the forest. I named it, uh, translated in English, because uh, it's difficult to translate exactly, uh, made of the woods. This is two meter and fifty high, blonde, and with many small children around, sometimes, other times alone, uh, killing children, stealing, stealing children, killing people sometimes, sometimes not. It's, but it's, it, it's, a good idea to not be too close to her. And you can find hundreds of persons knowing about this, uh, this uh, fairy even in 21st century. So I have a person who had several encounters with 
this fairy, he told me he was somehow accepted by this fairy um, for very special reasons. But in one case, and I have two different witnesses for this, uh, the two witnesses filmed uh, that the, this maid of woods descending from a UFO and ascending back in the UFO. So the things are closed, are closed. Uh, they are together. You cannot say, yes, it's another business. And uh, I thank to, to Jacques Vallée because he was the first to underline that uh, this uh, folkloric people is the same with uh, actual um, so-called visitors or aliens. Also, these fairies in Romania, because there are in many other places other kinds of fairies, uh, and I have other uh, stories about, not all of them included in my book. Uh, and um, if they dance, they dance in circle always, and they, the place remain, in, the, in that place remain a circle generally in grass, but sometime in, in um, crop also. Also, we cannot explain these very sophisticated crops, crops, so-called crop circles. Uh, it's impossible for, for a team to make some of them in one night. Um, of course, in, in the dark. Uh, also, uh, yeah, but what do you think? I, I know you're saying that this could be hints towards us, yes. but if it's almost like if we were decided to put a picture of, uh, I don't know, a mathematical equation and put it in front of an ant hill or a, a, you know, a hornet's nest. Do you think they would understand what we're trying to say? Yes, it's 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 a small difference because we are we are we started to understand some things. Of course, we cannot understand everything. I I don't think it is a message. I think it is, as you told, only a hint. Yes, we are here. Pay attention. Something like this. And even it's not a final proof. Maybe, maybe it is, maybe it is not. But uh, it, it's almost impossible to be something artificial made by humans. So it's, uh, it's quite, quite an interesting hint. Not a message. Could Not it be message. something, Dan, could it be something that when we see it, 
Perhaps we don't understand it because of the level of sophistication, but it goes into our subconscious mind, and that's how it takes effect in our brains? Maybe. Maybe it is interesting because uh, uh, one part, and I will speak about, uh, is uh, one one actor in all this idea, all this theory, is the collective unconsciousness. And we have in, in the collective unconsciousness a lot of archetypes which are um, deeply in our mind. We are not conscious of them. Yes, but uh, here um, I, I, I can mention that in Romania we have also some some uh, uh, so-called agroglyphs. This is, I think, a French name. Um, and but also they were in several centuries ago. So also Jacques Vallée discovered uh, in, an engraving from uh, uh, 1678 uh, with a mowing devil making circles in crop. So it's not a recent uh, crazy idea. It's something which was always here nearby. Um, uh, Jacques Vallée was talking about a kind of control system um, which uses the collective unconscious of different cultural areas. And this is difficult to be explained with the primitive extraterrestrial hypothesis or with some other explanations. The fourth evidence I explained in the book is apparition of holy characters. They are much more frequent than we imagine. For example, in, in uh, they are several tens of thousands in some lists. Also, we have in Romania some such kind of apparitions. I return to Jacques Vallée because he made a very good job here. Um, he, in one of his books uh, named Dimensions, it's about other dimensions, uh, he has several pages with a parallel between apparitions of Virgin Mary and UFOs. Many very special details reported in one case and the other case are similar. So he included the, the, uh, this 
is similar uh, characteristics on several pages. And he told, it is maybe because it is another phenomenon which has sometimes the form of a holy apparition and other times it manifests itself like a UFO or maybe they are two different things but using the same um, mechanisms to to show themselves um, and uh, I made here in, in that book about UFOs over Romania I made a small discovery very interesting one because I wanted to see if we have in Romania such uh, holy apparitions and if they are somehow linked with UFOs and I discovered around 10 cases no more no, hold it right Bye. there. Hold it right there. I don't interrupt you, but we have to take our one and only break to break both segments. Yes. That's a very interesting point you're leaving because I wanted to ask you about all the apparitions that we've seen around the world, the Virgin of Lourdes, Medjugorje, uh, so many around the world, and you have some in Romania. Could it be that it's these beings? Yes. And because yes. most people. Some people around the world have beliefs, religious beliefs. Perhaps that's the way they are manifesting themselves so that we could understand that. We'll take your answer on the other side. How can people buy uh, the book, Hyper Civilizations, an answer to ET contacts on Earth? Uh, on Amazon. Just Amazon. Just type Hyper Civilizations, an answer to ET contacts on Earth. Folks, don't go anywhere. My special guest today, directly from Romania. As I promised you, this topic is not discussed only in the United States and Canada. It's discussed around the world. And so people have asked me, Mel, step outside your boundaries and find people elsewhere. And Dr. Dan Farkash is one of them. Much more when we return. This is Mel Fabregas, and you are listening to Veritas. Don't go anywhere. Thank you for listening to the first part of this very important Veritas interview. To listen to the rest and all of our material, proceed to the members section or subscribe at VeritasRadio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for MMS, hemp oil, pure organic sulfur, and other great products. Thank you. <laughs>